And those who would call uh, for the right to speak freely in order to openly, uh, uh, in order to openly prevent others from having rights and liberties that are guaranteed then by the Constitution. I mean, I think that is a contradiction in terms. I mean, if you're going to allow somebody to be free to advocate genocide, if you're going to allow somebody to be free to organize genocide, to organize murder and racism, then that doesn't make any sense at all. I think it's very clear. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, thanks again. Um, you know. Yeah, Ernesto. Men. <laughs> yeah. Are probably some of the worst things. <laughs> That have ever walked the planet. <laughs> Ideally, a bad move. Just a, by the creator. Not not the best move. Not the smartest choice. It's just, it's men are just running amok. Uh, we don't really control ourselves, and as we become a more and more conscious species, we're having to face our shit uh head on quicker and quicker and quicker which is a good thing but it also just exposes how utterly ridiculous uh masculine let, let, let's put it that way this way masculinity is you know modern yeah. masculinity is just it's toxic it's it's unaccountable to itself um and frankly it's like you know besides any natural or unnatural physical medical malady that a woman can go through whether it's heart disease or lung disease or, or any certain kinds of cancers um the biggest threat to a woman's life is probably a man yeah no it, it definitely is it's kind of been a banner year and the year isn't even over mm. in terms of like men behaving badly you know we have cam newton um football player yeah. who um who had this really weird press conference like i, I almost I, forgot about that yeah yeah i know because it's like so, it's such a tidal wave of shit every week um and we only have a action-packed half hour to talk about it <laughs> stay tuned um so yeah that it was such a weird press conference because you know press conferences i feel like pre all press conferences with regards to sports should only go one way mm-hmm How'd you feel when you played the game? It felt great. <laughs> That's where all press conferences should end. It Pretty shouldn't much. it shouldn't go in, it shouldn't veer off into weird 
like misogyny where it's just like I'm just amazed. What do you say? I'm amazed women can speak and yeah, formulate sentences and dress themselves. <laughs> essentially, it's like shut the fuck up, dude. He's practically like you put both shoes on by yourself. <laughs> like, wow, you have job. <laughs> I also have job. <laughs> I get brain damage on daily basis. <laughs> <All right. laughs> fuck. Um, that's right. He was a football player, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, can you tell, uh, dear <laughs> listeners, that neither of us are into sports? Ooh, sports team. He played <laughs> that game where he ran, right? <laughs> the one where the balls are used. <laughs> but yeah, and then there's Harvey Weinstein. Ah, uh, he's the... Uh, I'm so glad that motherfucker got taken down. The shit sandwich of the week. Yeah. yeah he, um... I think you you know this uh, piece of crap better. So why don't you outline what it is? First of all, what is that he that he thinks he does or does professionally? Well, he's a he's a he runs he's the head of uh, he was for the former head of Miramax, uh, responsible for uh, such hits as like Reservoir Dogs. Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. um, trains. Uh, was it Train Spotting? I think it was Train Spotting. The the wave of move, like indie cinema that came out of uh, the early to mid nineties with Miramax. Is Miramax still around? Miramax is still around, but uh, they're a Disney owned company because um, some weird deal happened between them and the Weinstein brothers, and the Weinstein brothers uh, took their uh, little balls and they went and they formed the Weinstein Company. Um, and you know, they, they've been, uh, both Bob and Harvey because there's two of them. Mm. Uh, like I read, I, I, I was kind of, because I was so into cinema at the time, I wanted to know more about this company Miramax, uh, that was seemingly like just exploded with all these like hits, right? It was like four weddings and a funeral, Shakespeare in love, train spotting, like, you know, some of these movies I didn't watch, but they were just hits, you know, um, and they were made for like a relative a small amount of money compared to like what they ended up making. Hmm. So. Um, <laughs> so they make movies. So they make movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob went Bob went off to make a dimension uh, like to start dimension movie, the dimension pictures. Uh, they're responsible for all the Robert Rodriguez movies and Harvey is responsible for the wine scene company who like, um, they make every other Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. So like I read about this, both Bob and Harvey, and it turns out they are notoriously awful to directors Mm -hmm. and like they use intimidation tactics and like bullying and screaming and and you know move using their power basically to um intimidate anybody that gets in their way and one of the things that i read in down in dirty pictures this book that i read about them uh and their rise to power is that how harvey weinstein is such a piece of shit to women Mm. so i've kind of known this like for a while like i've i've known like i i've known that he's this especially harvey weinstein is this like big piece of shit asshole who um you know treats women shitty uh and you know 
he does a, he does a bunch of things that I could go into, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I feel like we only have but so much time. But yeah, when it, when it came out that he was, um, you know, has decades decades oh, of like sexual harassment and like sexual assault, uh, things tangled up in the courts and settlements and shit like that. It just came out today. The Kate Beckinsale, you know, from Underworld. Yeah. Um, she was 17 when she uh, went into his office to discuss, I don't know, a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the story is that he masturbated in front of her and intimidated her into staying until. Jeez. Oh, and then uh, the, some of the cra- some of the stories are so insane. Like he was it. What was he like? Best friends with the guy from American Apparel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, there was a story where he was jerking off in front of a lady in a re- in a restaurant, and he finished into a potted plant, and nobody said shit. This is the kind of power. Like these people have, like people with money, like they're more depraved than we could ever think of this is disgusting yeah. this is completely and utterly this oh that poor plant yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's disgusting so uh, enter like rose mcgowan right mm-hmm. who uh you know started like started like pointing fingers on twitter and then she gets her, uh, she gets her Twitter like account suspended. Yeah. And then um, we're just, now we're talking about how the hypocrisy of Twitter just pervades everything with the fact that like we have a president that has no problems like threatening a country with mass genocide and nuclear holocaust, but yet he, you know, if a woman decides to you know, raise her voice and discuss injustices uh, done within specifically the Hollywood industry, she gets her fucking Twitter atta- account suspended. Twitter. And I know it's a little bit deeper than that, but... Twitter's just fucking anarchy. I will never understand what the appeal of it is or why so many people are on it or, or its valuation. It just it seems like one of those things that we'll look back on historically speaking in within the digital space and say all right that was a thing and then it wasn't by the way be <laughs> sure to subscribe to robots versus taxes on twitter <laughs> I was about um, to do that so uh and follow us for our tweets you know uh hopefully we don't get suspended by talking about any sort of justice yeah. you know but but uh, yeah so so yeah that's the uh that's the shit casserole that uh, we're currently uh, dealing with. Uh, I'm just some of it. I mean, there's always, there's uh, always more. There's more. I mean, <laughs> then you know, you get somebody like Ben Affleck who is like quick to denounce, but then, I mean, because the internet, because the internet exists and nothing ever dies, then yeah. people will start. This video start to surface of a TRL interview he did where he was obviously drunk, oh. and um. And he grabbed uh, some girl on TRL's boob yeah. on TV. Kind of not cool. Yeah. No, no, not kind of not cool. It's, it's just not cool. Extremely uncool. And, I, um, and I'm kicking herself for not remembering uh, this woman's name. However, uh, she's 
definitely still active um, within the industry and definitely on Twitter. And I believe it was some uh, a Twitter user who had pointed out the video saying, like, how do um, how can people even uh, forget this that this happened or, you know, something along those lines. And then she tweeted the woman who was assaulted by Ben Affleck. She said, I didn't forget. And to, this, to the Twitter user's uh, uh, credit said, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry this happened to you. But I was just like, ooh, that is a splash of cold, hard reality. And um, Ben Affleck has apologized for it on Twitter, which, I mean, I got to say, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm split on the, these things because I know this is the forum in which a lot of people communicate. But I think that a an apology within 140 characters or less isn't really an apology no it's it's an apology i think comes in essay form <laughs> at least yeah at least essay form or if you if you truly feel you know remorseful about something you know face to face a face to face it doesn't even have to be publicized i mean obviously since it, it's going on in the public space some of it is going to spill over but like you know he he did something really stupid and if i'm hoping that in all these years he gained some perspective and if he's really remorseful you know say do his absolute best to apologize to her and and somehow um give her the opportunity to to voice what she felt uh because i believe she said that at the time she had to laugh to keep from crying. That's Ooh. how that's how violated she felt. It's like she what the, the girl the the, the girl the, who the, was who was assaulted by Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's like, I feel bad just calling her the girl. Yeah, we really need to know her name. Yeah. Um. Damn, things are. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to make light like not not to belittle the topic, but. Things are looking bad for the Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Because now that's like two misogynists on the same superhero mm, team. Yeah. Who would have thought? Dear, dear listeners, in case you haven't, uh, in case you have no internet access, in which case, how are you listening to us? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than the fact that we, I communicate the show telepathically. Oh well, that's true. But that's yeah. a, that's the that's the whole other thing. It's usually to people in other dimensions, yeah. but. Um, but if you are here on Earth, um, which Earth number is this? Is this Earth 27? C-137. C-137, great. We'll get to more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mr. Aquaman, Mr. Cal Drogel. Cal Drogel, uh, officially named uh, Jason Momoa, uh, in this casserole shitstorm that uh we're currently going through um apparently some video came up of him from a few years ago at a comic-con panel um they had asked him a question along the lines of you know hey what's it like working on game of thrones you know it's like the hottest show out there and he said he's like it's great i get to rape beautiful women oh man <sighs> and everybody pretty much everybody on the panel laughed it's just like Oh man! Like how? How? This is why no one likes Aquaman. How? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what what part of your brain tells you this would be something to say out loud at all and have it be okay? I mean, if if Ray Fiennes had <laughs> said this about his work on Schindler's List, like the equivalent of that, oh. or if if uh, Michael Fassbender had said the equivalent of that for his work on 12 Years a Slave. Do you think that that would have gone over at all? Like, how is it that this is acceptable? Uh, I don't... I mean, I heard that he apologized for this, but I can't find... Fuck Jason Momoa, I can't find this apology anywhere. I mean, it's... I'm really disgusted. I'm really disappointed in the guy. Um, He's... he's, I was going to say he's larried, but... I don't know. Maybe we can turn that into a phrase. He's married <laughs> to Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet, it just gives me the impression that she's the kind of woman that doesn't stand for shit like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go into, like, like my speculation on how their relationship dynamics go, but, I mean, like, that's... If I was caught on camera saying some shit like that, I would expect some the maximum repercussions, right? Um, but that's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, that to me is the most, is one of the most vile things I've heard. Like it's, it's one thing to be, to have like a. Well, besides what um, our current occupier in chief has oh, said, God, yeah. you know. It never ends. It never ends. It just never ends. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm starting to feel like like uh, we have to apologize just as men mm-hmm. just because, like, this is not – we need to stop acting this way. Like, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with us? No, absolutely, absolutely 100% agree. I mean, we um, – yeah, we joke a, we joke around a lot on the show, but like we genuinely do apologize on behalf of men, whatever it's worth. I mean, if you don't accept the apology, like I, it's I can't even totally understand. I can't I totally even, understand. I, I can't even blame you. But the other thing that we have to do is, and part partly we do on this forum of ours, um, but um, what we have to do in our day to day is speak out against uh, that type of misogyny and speak out against rape culture because as as innocuous as some people think um, that sort of joking is, it contributes to a general mentality, um, a general atmosphere that causes danger, that causes marginalization of women, um, and, and just diminishes everybody. Um, so, yeah, as hard as it is, um, uh, men, we have to speak out against this sort of thing and, and change the culture. Right. Uh, I, I mean, like, where do, where do we even, like, where does it end? Like, it, the problem with this is that where does it end? And, and it also has... Uh, like I feel like my thoughts are so scattered um, because I'm just like I'm kind of just the thought of all this stuff happening is just like very upset because it feels like it felt like a tidal wave mm-hmm. of like it's like Cam Newton, Trump, fucking Jason Momoa, Harvey Weinstein, uh, 
Rose McGowan being taken off Twitter, you know, all this, all this shit. And then, you I'm know, telling you right now, and I'm saying it on air, if something comes out that Patrick Stewart says something along these lines, I'm quitting manhood. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because he is an adamant advocate of women's rights. Right. And he is, he's gone on record countless times um, to defend them. So he's like, he's the line for me. Right, right, if right. He said, if, if he goes off the deep end, I'm quitting manhood. Okay. All right. I don't know what would be my my masculine hero that I'd be like, well, if he does it, because I, I think I've been so disillusioned for so long that I've basically jumped shipped and I haven't told anyone. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, I think my wife knows. Because <laughs> anybody is just like, hey, yeah, aren't we men? We're men. I'm just like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like define yeah. men. Like uh, we does no one notice that we're we're pretty much the purveyors of all atrocities on earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, I mean, as for the Justice League, it looks like we're going to be uh, buying that on bootleg. Uh, (laughs) or getting it for free uh, however way you take that but (laughs) uh, well I'll tell you this I'm definitely not going to see um, Aquaman unless unless this guy makes some sort of uh, restitution for his statement because you know like you asked before like where does it end I think it ends once people start realizing that there are very real consequences uh, for this type of speech. I mean, people, no, not even people, stupid people want to get all up in arms about, well, you know, people should be able to say what they want to say. It's like, that's that's not what that means. Right. It means. It means having an informed opinion that you want to express, and even if it... If somebody else disagrees with you, there should at least be a forum to discuss it. But just shooting off at the mouth over and, and saying abhorrent, abhorrent statements because it makes you feel powerful, that's really not the point of free speech. Yeah, it's toxic masculinity. It's absolutely um, it's uh, a, like the cult, like the culture of boys will be boys is over. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I, for one, I'm just, I'm seeing two things happen. Like I'm seeing that, like you said, it's like, it feels like the, as, as we grow as human beings, as the society moves ever forward, we are starting to become more aware of things. Right. Uh, but at the same time, we have that, we have the pushback from the other side because you know there are people that are so so frightened so helplessly inert that we they will Mm. fight for a system that is ultimately working against everything that we as human beings aspire to be to paraphrase the matrix oh god we can't go one episode (laughs) without (laughs) 
<laughs> citing the goddamn Matrix. And we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. And we shouldn't. It is, it is essentially our our Bible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we quote from it every day. We highlight passages. Yeah. It, it's 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 easy. I mean, just you know, treat women as equals. That's where that's. Like it's it doesn't get easier, and yet men find newer and creative ways to fuck that up, including like electing a fucking uh, douchebag with several rape accusations um, mm. or sexual assault repu- or, uh, accusations uh, lodged against them, uh, aka President Forty Five, mm. uh, the Inglorious, mm. the uh, the orange encrusted <laughs> uh, let's switch topics a little bit to let's take a, a little detour through the trump cornfield yeah oh boy um, okay here we go <laughs> backward through the cornfield <laughs> uh, naked ass backwards through the trump cornfield all right so. guys so protect your cheeks <laughs> uh so he uh he two things he tweeted about uh, Puerto Rico having, like, they can't... He said something along the lines of, like, well, Puerto Rico can't keep FEMA and the first responders, all who are doing wonderful jobs, there forever. Which I'm like, wow, he can't wait to stop helping them. Because the mere thought of helping somebody who has a different shade of skin mm. and a different uh, type of culture than he does, which I don't know what culture is that. Like, what, what, is, what is the culture for Parasite? Ugh. I don't know. Um, there, there, there's some sort of classification there that <laughs> is far beyond me. But, yeah, nothing, nothing that any regular human being is a part of. But Such a piece of shit. Oh. And then what is the other thing? What was the other thing? Oh, that's right. He, he he did it. He signed the executive order endangering millions of Americans uh, to start dismantling Obamacare, Ugh. the Affordable Care Act. He signed an executive order, like, uh, basically cutting. I, I'm not sure what he's doing. He's basically leaving it open to the insurance companies to start um, making cuts to the Affordable Care Act and to how much care you can actually get. So this looks like it's the beginning of the end. Um, I think it's it's just another sad attempt at uh, gutting Obamacare. But the thing is, this particular occupier-in-chief has never uh, successfully, successfully put any sort of policy through without uh, issuing uh, an executive order or something that is very uh, murky in terms of its illegality. Um, He's definitely trying to hurt millions of Americans with this, but I have a feeling that the courts are going to uh, comb comb over this, uh, pun intended, and... (laughs) Well done. and, (laughs) And basically find a way to either slow it down or put a halt to it because i mean as as far as he would not like it to be uh it is the law of the land um i know that 
Republicans are making efforts to uh, cut the funding effort for Obamacare enrollment. So I believe that uh, the websites that people visit uh, in order to sign up for this stuff easily is like offline on the weekends now or something like that. Oh, fuck's and I, sake. Be I believe they cut 90% of the funding that goes into uh, enrollment efforts, which is a huge effort, obviously, because there's still millions and millions of people in this country who are not insured. So uh, this is effectively just throwing a wrench in the works. And mark my words, a few months from now, they're going to talk about, oh, Obamacare is not working. Look how roll the enrollment, enrollment numbers are compared to uh, blah, blah, blah this time of the year. It's just like, yeah, you mean when you cut 90 percent of the enrollment funding? It's like, yeah, no shit. Enrollment is, is uh, really low. But and, you know, he's going to pat himself on the back like and be does. like, yeah. And no matter how horrible it gets, he pats himself on the back and says, I did it. It's like he did with like the horrible shitty shitty job he's doing with Puerto Rico. He's just like, I went out there, I threw some soft towels. They were excellent towels. In that softball interview with uh, with that piece of shit, what is his name? Candy ass douchebag, Mike Huckabee. <laughs> um, <laughs> that worm. Uh, so uh, let's let's. It feels like we're 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 like traveling in a car at like like almost light speed and we need to hit the brakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's veer out of this cornfield and um, pull our pants back up and pick the corn out of our crevices because that was a rough one. It was a rough one. Oof. Um, yeah, but yeah. there's still a little. There's still gonna be a little taxes in our robots. Um, uh, just like there was little robots in our taxes. <laughs> well, we talked about the Justice League, and now with uh, this robot section, we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite show, or one of our favorite shows, Rick and Morty. Mm -hmm. But I'm before like, we talk about one of our favorite shows, let's talk about this show. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And you are listening to Robots, robots versus, versus Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Damn, that was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you are the smoothest of segwayers, man. But uh, but Rick and Morty. Yes. 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 Um, you know, sometimes uh, art imitates life. And then life imitates art, imitates art. And then at other times, they're just smooshed together <laughs> and thrown against a wall. And it just drips down to the floor with uh, with no mop around to, yeah, to clean no, it it's, up. It's like sometimes life imitates art. Sometimes art imitates life. And then sometimes life fucks art. <laughs> like... In ways that it feels guilty over the next day. Yeah. Oh, that's so awful. Huh. <laughs> Something that'll require some sort of cream or lotion. Yeah, exactly. You know, later for. It's just for like the you rash. know you you know you did bad. You know yeah. you did bad. Yeah, but uh, so apparently, um, what what was it? Szechuan sauce. Yeah, the Szechuan sauce fiasco. It. Uh, We're gonna talk about the Szechuan sauce fiasco of 2017 for years to come. <laughs> 
It went on sale, and uh, Szechuan sauce is something that's been featured on Rick and Morty. Um, has become sort of a one of the rallying cries for for Rick and Morty fans. Um, so anyway, it went on sale this weekend, and apparently they ran out um, <laughs> relatively quickly. And Rick and Morty fans rioted in real life. Yeah, that's that's something that happens now. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. What? <laughs> I can only imagine these poor McDonald's employees. Was it? It was McDonald's. It was McDonald's. Yeah. It was McDonald's. Okay. So I can only imagine these poor McDonald's employees who are just trying to do their job. Yeah. They got a few boxes in of the Szechuan sauce with instructions like "Don't open till this date." Yeah. And they're just like, "All right, it's just going to be a regular day. A few people are going to come in for the sauce. Um, you know, let's just flip them burgers, make them fries, and pour those milkshakes, and we can all go home to our families afterward." Yeah. And this shit happens. You're out of sauce! (laughs) Fuck the world! And they're like, what is going on? Man, I just, I can't believe it. It's just a show, people. It's just a show. It's a show about a lunatic. (laughs) It's... Like, and it, 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 this whole fiasco kind of opened my eyes to the fact that, like, on like I now I go I check my Facebook and then everybody's like Rick and Morty fans are the worst. And I'm like, but I'm a Rick and Morty. F- Wait, these guys don't speak for me. <laughs> it's it's I think it's because people are just losing hope. I, I think there's nothing else to really live for for some people. They, things have gotten so ridiculous. Like people get enraged about. Uh, legitimate stuff and then when nothing happens <laughs> when people show that rage they just find the next thing and the next thing and the next thing until <laughs> until you're causing a riot over a sauce that was featured on an animated show yeah I don't and, and that kind of makes me it pisses me off but it also makes me pity mankind uh, in a way that it, it feels like, like, I, I can't even phrase it. It's like, it's just a cartoon. And yet there are people online now that I've seen uh, all this stuff come to the light about Rick and Morty fans who are just like these nihilistic fans who uh, take in whatever Rick says on the show as something to embolden their alt-right agenda, which is an odd thing, considering that they think that a pansexual Mexican scientist <laughs> is a, an alt-right figure or helping to bolster their uh, nihilistic mental this i don't know it's just a bunch of assholes like the who've lost their heads up their asses for a long time well that's this is to be expected for any alt writer uh once i mean we're talking about a collection of people who don't really come from a culture or have haven't embraced any real culture so anything can be (laughs) inserted to or claimed. They think uh, hate is a culture. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
like, oh, this rich tradition of hate. You know, we should have parades and holidays. It goes back into the the centuries where cavemen hated rocks. It's, it's it, they're just completely and utterly ridiculous. Unfortunately, it's uh, we're at a moment in time where we have to deal with them. I can't wait for the days when we'll be able to look back and like laugh at them. Um, if we don't all die from the super volcano that's in Yellowstone Park. Ah, uh, yes, another bit of good news. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, apparently Pablo came across this article um, right before we started recording. Right, we're actually recording now, right? Yes, we're All recording. Right. All right. Dear listeners, last week... Um, are we? <laughs> you better... No. Motherfucker. Yes, we are recording. Okay. We are recording. Holy shit. You, <laughs> listeners, last week we... You know what? Just listen to last week's episode and you'll see why, why um, I just made this uh, inquiry. Anyway... Uh, Pablo came across a, an article right before we started recording <laughs> saying that Yellowstone might be erupting sooner than anticipated, even though it's already like a few thousand years over overdue to erupt. And um, it could end all life on this planet as we know it. Yeah. So, it's, you know, things are looking up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, get all the Szechuan sauce you want, kids. <laughs> It's not going to matter. Not Szechuan sauce won't save you when the shit goes down. Oh, man. They said it's going to be worse than Mount St. Helens, which I'm just like, you know. And that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Know? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, we need some, like, really awesome, awesome news to come down the pipes. And I have a feeling it's, it's going to happen before the year's out. It's something super, super cool besides, you know, something involving our fandom. I'm talking about like real life shit is going to happen because it's just been too, uh, too depressing. It's got to, it's got to give at a certain point, but well, let's talk a little bit about something that is approaching. That is really cool. You saw the last Jedi trailer. Yes, I did. Yeah. And me and probably most of the other world, because Pablo, there's no reason I don't know, man. Why you shouldn't have seen this trailer. I know. There is no reason. Even even my wife was like, you? <laughs> <laughs> to which I retorted, yes. Yes, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> um, well, who went to Comic-Con for three days with a limp. <laughs> post-surgery more, more than a limp dude yeah. you were you were wheelchair ridden <laughs> yeah but um yeah so this trailer was so good first of all and this is a genuine fact within the first 10 seconds of this trailer you automatically have an orgasm really yeah it's uh, it's that good like <laughs> you're just sitting there and you're just like hey what's going on whoa oh. you know <laughs> yeah. it's that good so it's why they it's why they screened it um, on the internet first and not in theaters so that you so know so that they wouldn't have to like yeah you know. there wouldn't be a national mess yeah, yeah so <laughs> the great slippage of 2017 yeah it's like <laughs> half the coast just you know <laughs> went right into the uh, into the sea but anyway um <laughs> the trailer I'm not I'm gonna try to. I'm just gonna try to go through this trailer without giving away too much. Covered in jizz. For, <laughs> for Pablo's sake. 
Um, the trailer had a lot of, as always, beautiful cinematography, right. um, swelling music. Um, and, but the thing is, they were very careful to edit it in ways so that it is highly suggestive. Uh, first of all, this movie is going to have a darker tone. Um, yeah. It's, that's that's what everybody on Facebook is saying. They're just like, oh my god, it's gonna be so dark. It's gonna be. It, it's. I. I have a feeling this movie is going to be a, um, a story shifting epic. Uh, there are a lot of expectations that we have of Star Wars, just following the mythology and stuff like that. But I feel like they're going to take certain risks with this film. Um, that will ultimately pay off. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the There are definitely going to be some dope lightsaber uh, battles in this one. What else? Uh, I'm not saying too much that one can't expect from Star Wars. Um, uh, all of our characters are uh, the characters that we've come to know and love. Or hate um, will be in this one. How else can I, how else can I sum it up? Uh, I would say I feel like I feel like I've made this job so hard. For yes, you, you really have. You're, it's like <laughs> explaining a trailer without saying anything yeah. about it. I will say this: the way the trailer ended, um, had you left you with your jaw open. Sort of saying, like, seriously? Is that where they might take things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, um, yeah, we definitely are going to see uh, some more Snoke in this one. Okay. Yeah, I, I keep seeing, like, photos of him in his little yellow robe, like, in daylight, as opposed to, like, you know, uh, looking like death on yeah. a holographic screen yeah but he looks there's something quite menacing about him um he is not he is not one to be trifled with that's that's what i'm gonna put it but dude what i mean i admire <laughs> i admire where you're coming because that was so difficult i almost feel like making you watch this trailer now but you can't make me oh yeah uh, you can't make me do anything mm -hmm. all right we'll see but um I, look, I admire where you're coming from. You don't want to ruin it for yourself. You want to go in there with fresh eyes. Um, if we can even get a ticket for that day, because yeah, it's it it sold out so fast. For, like, at, at least the theater that we wanted to go to. Yeah, I'm still. I, I mean, IMAX and Alamo Draft House completely sold out. So we're just gonna have to go to like a regular theater, oh, like, like some like... fucking commoners. <laughs> Jesus. They won't. You know what? I use that same word whenever whenever Sabrina's like, um, she's like, "Hey, you want to go see this movie?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Let's go to," and we'll say <laughs> the she'll say the name of the movie theater that is pretty close to us, right? And then I'm like, like, like <laughs> common people, <laughs> perish the thought. It's like they don't have tables there. <laughs> Or assigned seating. Assigned seating. <laughs> Never has there been such a advancement of humankind <laughs> than assigned seating at theaters. 
It is up there with central air. <laughs> and penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, but just to walk into a theater, like, you know, and whatever seat is open, that's the one you take. It's yeah. like, it's like, are we animals? Yes. Haven't we advanced past this? We went to the, uh, where did we, where did we go? The, the moon? The moon. Yeah, right. we went to the moon. No, but I'm like, didn't we go anywhere after that? It's just been straight up moon, moon, moon every time, right? Yeah, just the Damn, moon. Damn, man. Just the moon. All right, for whatever. We've been to the moon. <laughs> and it's like, we can't like get our shit together enough to make every theater assigned seating. Anyway. We might as well just give up toilet paper. I know, you right? Know? Toilet paper and electricity. <laughs> just forget it. Fuck it. That's that's we're we're expecting all of you people out there who are fans of us to give up toilet paper and shun electricity. Just do it. Except to listen to our show though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Li- <laughs> just just you know keep your cell phone service provider yeah. open <laughs> and download the the, the Radio Free Brooklyn app. Keep us alive and donate to the to the calls. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um but yeah. Um We'll do what we have to do and get tickets to a regular theater <laughs> and go see this movie on opening night. So you're telling me that I sh- have to watch this thing. The No more binge watching Voltron in order to get my fix of like space opera shit. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're... I binge watched that entire series in two days. Good for you, dude. Good for you. It's an awesome series. Yeah, I it's think it's really good. I think they paid proper homage to the original material that it came from, but is but gave it a lot of updates, a lot of different uh, points of humor, added more characters. Yeah, I think I think it's a, a worthy successor to the original Voltron, as opposed to that um, that bullshit that. Uh, the Cartoon Network put together a few years ago. Well, I didn't even see that. Oh, God. There was like... uh, They put like a little bit of rap in the opening um, theme song or some shit. For Voltron? For Voltron. It was like, I think like scratching records or some shit. And I was just like, no. I didn't even realize this existed. You're better better (laughs) off not knowing that this hasn't polluted some of the neurons in your brain. Um, oh, it was such garbage. So if you're going to watch any Voltron series besides the original, ladies and gentlemen, watch the one that's on Netflix because it's, it's excellent. Remember when we were at, uh, I think it was uh, Friday at Comic-Con. Yeah. And then we were in the elevator with some dude and we were, ju- we were on our way to the Voltron <laughs> panel. And then the dude was like, yeah, the real sh- the, sh- the new show is fucking great. You know, you don't want to watch the old show, which was a, a pile of hot garbage. And he just trotted himself out, picking his nose, you know, I posting to- on his alt-right website. Because <laughs> uh, he had to have been yeah, alt-right getting, to say some shit like that. Getting, getting, <laughs> getting ready, getting his, uh, his barber ready to... Or is is a stylist ready to get uh, dreadlocks in his hair? Oh god, damn! Dude you just gave guy. you just gave this dude every <laughs> everything trait I hate that you hate. Jeez, but uh, yeah, I, I wanted to cut him with a hot knife. He, 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 he pissed me off so much with that. I was I I really wanted. But I was like, you know what? No, it's a positive time. I'm with my buddies in a wheelchair. I can't get into any shit right now. Yeah, I but. know. 
I mean, you could have launched me like Salamanca style. Yeah. Just attach a pipe bomb to the bottom of my thing, but that would have been like, you know, terrorism. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, these days they just call everything terrorism. Slap the terrorism label on just, everything. Oh, she's just because, you know, people. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, the, 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 Additional two days of Comic-Con that we went to were so great. Uh, the last time you listened to us, listeners, uh, we had just come back from Thursday at Comic-Con. But Friday and Saturday are when, like, a lot of the real action happens. You know, th- that's when the fans get off of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, people are just finishing up their, like, really dope cosplay um, uh, concepts and putting them on and, and coming to the show. Uh, it was like a crush of people. I don't know how we got through some of those aisles, especially, you know, with you in the wheelchair, but uh, we did it. Uh, We bought some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, We had a good time. We visited some other panels. Like um, uh, we sat at the panel for Gotham Gaslight. Oh, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Totally different thing if uh, if it, if gotham is just gaslighting then they're essentially uh <laughs> just alt-right people but um garbage human beings just garbage human beings but gotham by gaslight looks like it's going to be really really cool dc is coming with the thunder yeah uh early next year because um doomsday clock mm-hmm. that whole panel was dope that they showed us the first six pages of this project and I'm not going to spoil it for you listeners, but man, dude, if you like Watchmen, if you like DC comics, this is going to be the event, the serious event. Um, it's it made us, you know, fucking lose it by the last page of that six page preview. Everybody in that theater was just like, what? Yeah. Oh, you know it was amazing it was it's one of those things that you go to comic-con for like that's exactly i felt like we got a certain amount of privilege (laughs) yeah we we got to see something super cool that like nobody else got to see so (laughs) yeah yeah um it just sucks because we didn't get to go see like the pacific rim and the yeah the pacific rim and the um star wars um like, yeah, because they were they were, they were offsite. Yeah, you know, it's like um, I'm pretty sure those people saw the the Last Jedi trailer first before before we did. I mean, how what else were they gonna do? That's celebrate true. Star Wars. That's what Star Wars celebration is for. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm st- I'm wondering when the hell Marvel is gonna drop uh, the Infinity War trailer. I just saw a blurb. I think a. Uh, one of the higher ups was just like we're putting the finishing touches on the trailer. We, we've seen like footage of what the trailer looks like, and it, we love it. But we're putting the finishing touches on. It's just like, screw you! Like, <laughs> come on, enough already. You told us three months ago that it was going to drop soon. Three months. Ago. Yeah, three months ago, and then uh, you know all they did was drop more Thor Ragnarok on it, like which is cool. Yeah, it's not like I'm complaining, but I'm fucking complaining. Yep. This is bullshit. <laughs> Infinity War. Yeah. 
jeez. With all the shit that's going on, I'm just like, it's going to turn out the fucking, uh, you know, uh, Chris Evans eats, uh, eats, I don't know, small uh, birds. <laughs> For like two hours, that's, that's all he does on screen. <laughs> Just eating small birds. That'd be so weird. Yeah, that would be so weird. That'd be so again. weird. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I'd man. watch it. I mean, if it's Infinity War, then it's fine. Hey, you know. They, they made a brave choice. <laughs> but, you know, it's not anything that we haven't imagined before. I mean, last week, uh, when we were talking about Green Lantern and Hot Girl. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's know, right. Uh, let's just interspecies say, erotica. Yeah, and feathers in the mouth. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Yeah. Hot Dude. feather spitting action. <laughs> For John Stewart, it looks like he got attacked by an ostrich. Oh. <laughs> just blew up all his pillows. Um. Oh man references yeah 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 <laughs> so if you want to get those references listen to the previous episodes yes which are available on podomatic as well as itunes yes yeah and be sure to follow us on facebook instagram um twitter mm -hmm. and what else are we on um my space in your face if my, if my space <laughs> Yes, we're also a music band, so if you're, <laughs> so you can find us on MySpace. <laughs> Follow our handle, Robots vs. Taxes, on Pornhub, for <laughs> to catch our latest, like, oh god, the latest vi hottest videos on the, on the on the internet. <laughs> and also, we, we only put the most uh, sex positive, uh, you know, um, all inclusive. Hottest pornos, most nastiest moves. Oh my god! Well, and you can also, jeez, uh, you can also subscribe to our website uh, robotsversustaxes.gov for our <laughs> for our run for senate. Yeah, <laughs> vote for robots versus taxes. We'll give you cookies. Yes, <laughs> that's our platform. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, but anyway, dear listeners, thank you so much for uh, joining us again this week. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I can say. Uh, just try to survive another week. Uh, we'll have some more good stuff for you uh, next time. So, <laughs> damn, I thought, you know. That noise was getting edited out. <laughs> no, I, I thought the bomb was supposed to go oh, off. Oh, shit. Shit, I wired it wrong. Oh, man. Damn. All right, so I guess we will be around next week. So, <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots vs. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Don't report us to the government. <laughs> Song of the week.
another call a girl a bitch or a hoe trying to make a sister feel low you know all of that got to go now everybody knows there's exceptions to this rule i don't be getting mad when we playing it's cool but don't you be calling me out my name i bring crap to those who disrespect me like a dame that's why i'm talking one day i was walking down the block i had my cut off shorts on right because it was crazy I I walk past these dudes when they pass me. Uh, One of them felt my booty, he was nasty. Yeah. I turned around red, somebody was catching the rat. Then the little one said, <laughs> Yeah, me, bitch. And uh, laughed. Since he was with his boys, he tried to break fly. Uh, I punched him dead in his eyes. Who you crawling with, bitch? Jumping girls after school. 